Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Thursday, July 27, 2017. This is episode 36, Nine Ways to Get Better Customer Service. When I was 14 years old, I started working in a do-it-yourself home center similar to a Home Depot or a Lowe's. I worked there for 10 years, and I can confidently say that I know the retail industry really well, not just because I worked there for 10 years, but I was afforded so many opportunities to work in so many areas of the store. I worked in sales. It seemed like I worked in sales almost every shift because I was constantly helping people with products, even if I wasn't assigned to a sales shift that particular day. I knew the inventory inside and out. I had most of the product SKUs memorized as well as the prices. But my specialty in the store was working in front-end operations management. I worked as a supervisor and as a head cashier. And I had been promoted to those roles very early. I believe I was a head cashier by the time I was 16 years old. And even though I was a quote-unquote part-time associate, most weeks I worked 35 to 40 hours, even while I was in high school and college. The reason why I'm doing today's episode is I see articles online all the time talking about getting better customer service, but the thing I often will question is the person who's putting that information out there. How much experience do they have? And some of these ideas and some of these methods that I'm going to share with you today are ones that you've probably seen online before, but a lot of them also come from my own experiences because my biggest thing while I worked in this store was customer service. So much so that I had my own ideas that I shared with management which were implemented throughout the store during my time working there. So let's get right to it. Nine ways to get better customer service. This could be in person or over the phone or online. Number one, know the name of the person you're speaking to. This is critical. You want to establish an identity and perhaps a description of the person if you are seeing them face to face. Knowing the name of that person may be something that you're going to be asked at a later date if higher management contacts you about an unresolved issue. Number two, use the person's name while speaking to them. Similar to one of my previous podcast episodes where I talk about a student in an elementary school who really enjoyed having me as a teacher simply because I knew her name. People like to be identified. However, when you're dealing with customer service, when you say that person's name to them, 
you have made a stronger connection. That person now knows that you've taken more of a personal interest in them as a person. They may or may not like that, but I guarantee that if you mention their name, your customer service experience will most definitely improve. Number three, never use profanity. I can think of so many situations in my 10 years working in retail where almost every shift, at least once a week anyway, there would be somebody in the store who would throw a fit over something, whether it was out of stock or it was broken or the way they'd been treated or they'd been online for too long. And they started going off and they started using profanity. I can tell you it will get you no further than whatever your ultimate desires and results that you are trying to attain for the situation. I have spoken to management about this. They hate it. And I know that now it's a common practice on the phone that if you use profanity, sometimes they'll outright disconnect you. They'll just end the phone call. Just don't do it. Number four, do not make unreasonable demands. I don't need to really go too much further with that, but whatever you're asking for, stick to it and don't ask for things or ask them to do things that just don't make any sense and are things that there's no way the person that's on the line is going to be able to do for you or even their upper management would be willing to do for you. Number five, have some compassion and understanding for the person you're speaking to as it relates to their job. I'm going to be really blunt. Customer service, a lot of the time, is not fun. One of the slogans I always remember hearing, for every one positive experience you have there are always going to be negative experiences. We'll go even one step further. For every 10 positive experiences you're going to have, you're going to have one bad experience. And that one bad experience, people thrive on negativity. And they'll let all their friends know about it. And they're less likely to let their friends know about the positive experiences they had. How does this have to do with the person who you're speaking to? A lot of times, the people in customer service, specifically people that are on the phone, are being yelled at or being berated. They're not being treated with any form of respect. So if somebody's doing a good job, tell them. Tell them, I appreciate you. There are specific companies, and I'm not going to name, but there are specific companies that every single time I call them, I always get outstanding customer service, and I always tell the person that I'm thankful for them. And just you being you. It makes somebody happier. It makes their day. Number six. Do not spend time with someone who is not helping you. I'll never understand why people stay on the phone or will continue to converse in any way with someone who is clearly not going to be able to give you the results that you need. The first thing is they may be just unknowledgeable. They could be new, they could be inexperienced, 
or they just don't know what they're doing. And you can't hate somebody for being unknowledgeable. Now, if you, if the person has been working there for some time, which you may or may not know, and they're completely unknowledgeable, okay, maybe that's something you could get a little more frustrated with. But don't get angry at somebody because they don't know something, especially if they admit it. One of the latest things I'm noticing when I'm on the phone with people that are not helping me is they're multitasking. This happened just last night. I had to call up a company for an issue that I was having, and it was crystal clear that based on their response time to my questions, I was typing in a chat box, they were multitasking. And I actually called them out on it, and they freely admitted it. I actually appreciated that they, were admit they, they admitted it to me. The only thing was, I don't want to be a second thought, especially when I was trying to show them specific things, and they're working with other people. Not good. If they're multitasking, try to get somebody else. And the other issue I've run into sometimes is I can't understand people. It might be their accent, it could be their dialect, and I simply, I don't understand what they're saying. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, but if you can't understand the person, you, you probably should ask for someone else and just do it politely. Number seven. If you wind up speaking to a supervisor or a manager, politely educate them on the shortcomings of the person who is working for them. This ties in with number six. If you notice that somebody's unknowledgeable, you need to share that with their supervisor. There's a chance that the supervisor doesn't know. These people sometimes are placed in roles where they are just overworked. They, are, they have too many people that they're responsible for and they may not know. And quite a few of them really take a lot of pride in what they do and they do want to help out the associate Hopefully the associate's going to care enough to improve, which is ultimately going to result in better customer service for everyone. Number eight, ask for compensation beyond your complaint. Now, this does not go along with unreasonable demands, but asking for, for them to do something for you, just say it just like that. You'd be surprised what will happen. I've had situations where I've had to return a product that had been used, and then I say, listen, I've been a customer with you for a really long time, I want to I still do business with you, but this has put a bad taste in my mouth. Sometimes they'll offer something right there on the spot, or you just say the magic words, what can you do for me today? And they'll get it, they'll figure it out, and... Whatever compensation they give you, just take it. Don't get ridiculous. If they decide to give you a $25 gift card, don't ask for a $50 gift card. That's really being silly. Now, if they give you compensation that's a slap in the face, then that's a different story. And number nine, document your entire interaction with the person. And do it as quickly as you can while it's fresh on your mind. Document everything. Make sure you know their name. Make sure you know the time and the date. Make sure you know every component of the conversation. There are ways to do when you're speaking online when, where you can actually retain the entire chat box. So these are nine suggestions. Again, there are many other methods that you can use, but I feel that these particular nine 
ideas and methods will go a long way, not just for you, but hopefully improving the customer service industry as a whole.